Hold on. You could have told me what it's been like for you. I had it under control until very recently. Now on Disney Plus. Don't miss. Steven, what did you do? The global phenomenon. We have a deal. Almost no secrets between us. God, I wish I could. While the studios not. Here we go. Welcome to the Spin Rack. This Speedy, and we also have Calvin Ellis. Gonna rock. So we're gonna talk about the first two episodes of Marvel's smash hit, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And this is the story of Stephen Grant. This is a character from the comic books. Um, many, you know, many series with this character. Um, should, whether short or not, they still had this thing, some sort of buzz, definitely buzz in the 80s. Some runs, the member runs post the 80s and runs that they're doing now to coincide with, with the um, TV show. But we have Oscar Isaac in this. You know, we have Ethan Hawke in this thing. We have this, um, you know, super powered Moon Knight. He's got some powers in here. We got multiple personality or um, what's the name? It's a different name for it now because they, they, you know, some of the science has come into questions. But um, we have all this going in. You know what? In truth, we've talked about this, but you had a description of what this show was like for you. And I want you to tell the audience what you were seeing this show as, as a series. What was it likened to? What was it similar to? The Greatest American Hero. Yes. <laughs> I likened it to um, to either more so Split or um, what's that thing? Or Venom. But I think your description is better. So will you talk, talk to us about that? The greatest American hero or this show? <laughs> a little of both, like saying, you know, what the American, greatest American hero and then how it coincides with this Moon Knight um, series. The greatest American hero was definitely, uh, I don't want to say that, it's almost like I'm giving it backhanded praise. The greatest American hero was a very entertaining show. It took the superhero idea and it, 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 I think it marvelized it more than Marvel would. Where okay, this is really going to be an everyman, but he's given the powers of Superman through a suit, and he's given an instruction manual. But he loses the instruction manual, so now he's really going there. It would be hilarious because he couldn't fly. I mean, he could take off, but you know, he'd be going through the air and he couldn't land. And you know, he pretty much had just you know, it was like Superman. He had any power that you could imagine, but he had no control over anything which allowed for a whole bunch of uh, com- you know comedic setup at the end of the day but everything was through the suit you know so anything that he needed to achieve was through the suit moon knight has pretty much set up the same thing with episode two where they were like okay uh start the suit you know call for the suit but mark you know mark specter is a trained fighter even without the suit mark specter before uh, Fist of Conchu, even with Fist of Conchu, which just gave him a more strength at the end of the day, was somebody who was, you know, extremely capable, agile, standard superhero stuff without need of his suit. And so this is now made that, oh, well, the suit is now this armor and so on. It's, just, it, it's the greatest American hero, you know, with a little bit more capability, with the exception of when he went back, uh, when he decided to, uh, when Stephen Grant puts on his suit, an actual white suit, 
and then we get more greatest American hero stuff. Well, oh, I got the power, but I don't really know how to use it, which is, you know, which is inconvenient with this jackal trying to kill me and my, you know, and my wife at the end of the day. But those, those, uh, those conventions that we saw in the greatest American hero are, are, are just really apparent right here. But I'm certain most people wouldn't necessarily pick up on it as the greatest American hero was a, what was that an early 80s show? Which went for 30 seasons and hasn't really been in the public consciousness for a couple of decades. Well, it's, yeah, and that's a good thing because most of the time when we see in the first episode, we're introduced to Stephen Grant and his sort of mundane humdrum life and he sort of wakes up in these different areas where he doesn't know. But, the, I mean, that can be your show, but this is kind of leading up to stuff you've kind of seen before and stuff that we've seen in other comics, like the Hulk, like the, the, the Grey Hulk type of thing. And we've gotten to see the nerdy, because I think, was it was Stephen Grant in the comic? He was like the cab driver or something like that. So he wasn't necessarily that as far as I don't think he was that sort of nerdy, but um, you know, he like this trying to add this sort of thing. Or was was he those who which one was the Mark Spector was a billionaire? There was the Mark Mark the, Spector was the mercenary. And mercenary. That's the, Mark Spector is who we're introduced to. Mark Spector is the mercenary for hire. Yeah. And without getting too much into his origins, some things happened. And he's introduced to, or at least he believes he's resurrected by the Egyptian god Khonshu. And this is in Moon Knight number one, we finally get an origin for him. Then uh, he reinvents himself as Stephen Grant, a millionaire. Yeah, a millionaire. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes. New name with a new name. Uh, this was not a split personality. He was still Mark Spector. He had just changed his name and lifestyle for the direction that he was going to take. And then he also had a third alias, not a personality, but an Thank alias. You. Thank you. Yes. Jake Lockley, who was a cab driver. And this was no different than Batman being Matches Malone, somebody who could go and get information off the street that would allow him to, you know, keep his finger on the keep his finger on the pulse and find out if he needed to find something stuff some stuff out, it would be easier for him to go as Jake Lockley than to go as Stephen Brandt or Mark Spector those sorts of things typical comic book conventions Thank that you. became him having a multiple personality you know disorder Ugh. but that was it thank you that's the clearest sync way of saying it and i didn't think i don't remember it being there or anyone talking about that stuff but um i don't that portion i think could have been taking out taken out of the series altogether because it takes us away because with moon knight as far as comic goes, like they already understand that, like um, same like the the master of kung fu, right? They understand that there's these um, characters and stuff that, like, they understand with master of kung fu, they kind of understood that this Marvel gets in late in these sort of phenomenons, so they kind of just said, "Hey, we had this cool stuff with uh, Jim Starlin." We got this guy who looks like he draws like um, Starenko. We have Doug Mensch who can write it. Seems like he can write anything. Just let them play around. And somehow it lasted longer than most of the other Marvel. Um, like it lasted longer than Iron Fist. Their black and white titles. It kept going and it had this buzz and people still remember it. So same with Moon Knight, you had Batman, you had Daredevil doing his thing. You had these characters, high flying characters that had the ballet in the sky. 
already. And Moon Knight was just going to give you the, you know, Moon Knight was already giving you all this stuff before they did the origin story. So it was just like giving you these cool visuals of this character that had a cool costume. And then as they started doing the backup features in the magazines, they're just like, let's just give him, give him an origin and let's get this book going and let, yeah. you know, Bill Sinkevich just have fun. Let these guys, and this is, so was it, Doug Mench again, let just let these guys have fun. And then as they go, they start exploring visual storytelling where this guy's a Neil Adams clone, like one of the best and strongest artists as far as being the bare bones, the only one that Neil Adams called up Marvel and said, um, give this guy a job. All the other ones, he kind of pointed out their mistakes, like Byrne, not, not a clone, but anyone who came, Perez, Miller, all those guys got got critiques. Bill Sinkevers, he sent to, to Marvel and he did books that look similar to Neil Adams and slowly, he started to get into more art. There's artists that you can look at, you can see and say, oh, you can see the similarities, but visually, and I think there was it, the Hit It issue is kind of the one where they really, all the stuff they were doing kind of came together, visuals, like almost like a, like a music video cutaways of these panels and whatnot. This is just like saying, hey, you know what? We know what we were doing in that. We're not gonna give you that. We're gonna hint to you those kind of cool fights. He's gonna wake up in a car and it's like, oh, he's this this cool fighter and stuff we see in like in the second episode, stuff we kind of saw in the Spider-Man Doctor Strange where he's like has a thing and you can't catch it because he's just like moving it around. And um, and then the other problem I have is Ethan Hawke starts talking about this this um this this um Egyptian god has been passing it to different people in the same lifetime. And I'm just like, and he's looking at his wife to be the next one. And I'm just like, uh, like, I need this thing to be at the moment we get Moon Knight, it's one of one, not one of this is the guy who had it before. And he's looking at this guy, the, the, the God is so bad and he's so evil. He's going to use someone else. He, you get vengeance, but he kind of uses you all this stuff i don't need i just want some cool stuff in here and that's the thing you go into the stories not getting into the problem with the god and this is the full flaws of the god we got to fix so we can get the... and it doesn't work yeah. I, I, I i'm sorry to jump in but yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> it doesn't work it's not the first episode i was okay because at the very end you got moon knight and i was like okay we're moving on now but then in the next episode, they, they played it out the same way again, where Moon Knight comes in at the, you know, Moon Knight is not a character. Moon Knight is a suit. Yes. Okay. And the suit is going to come in and save the day, you know, do it machina at the end of the day. And I'm like, no, this is not the character. Moon Knight is, Moon Knight is Mark Spector. And they decided when they did it again for the second episode, they did it again for the third episode. I said, okay this is not working at the end of the day because the reason to watch the show was not to see the, the merry adventures of Stephen, of, uh, you know, Stephen and Mark's mentality. Mm -hmm. It's Moon Knight and you're not showing the character. Instead, the other things have become prominent. The, I mean, some of the stuff is just hackneyed with the guy who wants to release the evil goddess and so on and so forth. But in the third episode, there's some stuff that goes on. I'm like, okay, these, you know, these people have to be less than stupid at this point for this to continue. But hey, that's a story that they're telling. But the draw is still supposed to be Moon Knight, and they have marginalized that draw. 
to I, I, again i'm trying to when they do stuff like this i'm like okay who are they making this for because they're not making it for me so who are they making this for who who do they want to tune in to see this to see very little of the superhero that they're advertising and more of the drama of this guy dealing with his multiple personality disorder it's such it, it's such a case of a you know of a god that seems to be you know uh, you know, because of course that's that's Hollywood. All gods are evil. So if God is like borderline evil, you know, using him, manipulating him, who is the person? Who are the who is the audience that they are making this for? And I'm still trying to put my finger on it at the end of the day, because this is still somebody who's supposed to be a, you know supposed to be a superhero. Mm -hmm. And for, for you know, Marvel did such a good job of establishing these guys in the early films. And now when I watch these shows, uh, with the exception of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier which I can still critique here and there, but overall I thought it was pretty good, pretty strong. And Hawkeye, you know, I look at this and I'm like, well, who the hell is this for? It's supposed to be superheroes and you won't even show us the superhero until the damn end. That's, a, no, that, I mean, I think you, you before we got on, you were mentioning the Hulk and um, the like having to plan things to do the Hulk stuff. And uh, one of the things, I think I was watching an episode I was watching an episode of the Hulk and like the Hulk scenes were almost stock images. Some of the lighting didn't always work to in the episode. It was like they used some older shots of a wide shot of Luferino doing like this. But the story is all this cool story that was set that with with um with Bruce Banner. And then when the Hulk is changing, there's an episode wherein it's like this like construction site and the Hulk is there and I'm like, oh no, Jack McGee is there. <laughs> and the Hulk is like going there and then there's no one to fight. So the Hulk calms down and Jack McGee is like, hey, the Hulk isn't like rampaging. He's just sitting there and the Hulk sits down and the Jack McGee is there and he's like, he's calming down. And Jack McGee is like, what's going on with your face? I'm like they, they got, even though they have reused shots they did some decent stories with this, even towards the end, where they were like stuck with the characters. And this is just like, we're gonna get you to the cool stuff, just stay along, but we're gonna develop this this MD, you know, we know how actors like the M MPD stuff. We love they love the multiple personality stuff. We're gonna have you some of that. Yeah, that's about that's about <laughs> them. That gets them to act. And oh, this is great. I can go and I can draw on the stuff, but it's not about you. Yes. And just having this guy who cool, he's like the bat. The thing was, it was like you already had Daredevil running, you know, starting to bubble. And Marvel just like, you know what? We're supplanting Batman. This is us. You like Batman? We're they had a they had the comic. I think we said it before. They had a comics journal where he said, "Put get a, move aside, old timer." Move over, Batman. So, <laughs> you know, so it's like they were trying to say, "Come, this is the kind of stuff you want to see with Batman." And that's what we're trying to get to. And I think we saw a bit where we saw the moon thing, but basically you really need to push up this sort of action here and not just this, like, if you're going to do the, in episode two, you had the wolf type of thing. Like when you got to that issue where the the werewolf or werewolf by night, if that was even that in that issue, appears in the Moon Knight comic, it's visually just like, wow, this is like, when you get to a cool movie, with the werewolf and whatnot and that sort of thing. But like, they just like, you know, we're just gonna do this funny bits where he can, no one can see this. 
and he gets hit against truck, uh, a bus and everyone's seeing this guy and it's like, oh, you can't see this stuff. And so it can go into the insanity sort of thing. It's just like, just give us some cool stuff. Cut it down to four episodes if you can't afford to do a fight scene in all six and give us. You got to cut it down to, I mean, because I mean, they cut it down. I mean, these guys wanted to come out and they were doing 12 episodes, 13 episodes. And guys said, no, 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 that's too long. You know, you guys are stretching it out. So they cut it down to eight. And from eight, we're going down to six. And from six, we got to cut it down to four? <laughs> it's like, yeah, just, you guys have no How about you do six or you do eight or you do 13, but you actually have a... Hold on. I think it, it dropped out. Hey, hey. This is a character that hey, hey, just, into a hey, your, your audio dropped out. So if you can just um go back to what you were going about the number of episodes. Yeah, we should not be getting a story based on the number of episodes. Like we got six episodes, so this is how we work it. We should be getting a story based on like, okay, the number of episodes are going to be for the amount of story that we have. So, you know, once you get to four, I'm like, okay, this guy has an origin that you could do with two episodes. You could easily, you know, do his origin two episodes at the end of the day the whole mercenary and then becoming moon knight and then you have like whatever the problem is he needs to solve and so on and so forth but i'm saying you should be able to do six episodes six entertaining episodes with this character that has enough source material to carry you for six episodes okay he doesn't moon knight doesn't necessarily have you know this uh this seminal run or anything but there are enough stories there that you say okay we could definitely get this stuff together and do a thick a solid six issue run I've had a solid six episode run and we got to get it down to four. I mean, then, hey, we might as well just make a movie mm. and do like 1990s Marvel. You know, let's just make a movie. <laughs> let's just make a movie. You know, how much budget do we got? Nah, don't get crazy. <laughs> don't get crazy. We're going to be a little bit of budget and then at the end of the day, you could do this. You are, uh, I mean, you have a good, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar Isaac? You have a yeah. good, you have a good actor in Oscar Isaac where I thought, you would, you know, okay, we can really, you know, do some stuff. And, you know, I mean, it's episode three. They haven't even done this guy's origin yet. You know, that's the thing. And I can understand where, all right, we're not going to do it the conventional way. We start with the origin and go from there. You know, we're going to uh, do anti-Superman 78. But it's episode three, and you haven't even done his origin yet. It's episode three. We are no closer to understanding what the hell is going on with this character? And there are only three more episodes left. That I just find to be malpractice. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's you have something. Well, I don't. I think they've kind of went off, went away from the sleekness and trying to get sort of a mummy type of effect with his costume. Whereas I always think of the Bill Sakeber, some of the even earlier thing when you had Bob McCloud inking them. Like getting this sort of this like the like the silvery sort of look of this sort of Moon Knight type of deal, and that's what I think is not to get get him so far close to the Silver Surfer, but getting sort of the you know this thing where you can I don't know I just think that they pull it away and you see in this trailer we kind of get to some things where they have the wide shot of the moon and whatnot in there, but I just think they're holding up and like you know because it wasn't that that was a book that um, since me and my brother at times, we couldn't really, we wouldn't buy the same books 
you know, and at the same time, we really couldn't share creators. So Bill Sienkiewicz was kind of my brother's creator, but I would look over, you know, I pick up some of them and I'm just like looking at that and I immediately fell for Marlene and I'm just like, what happened to Marlene? Like, <laughs> he's like, he totally changed Marlene. And it's just like, and it's just like, um, well, what is it going to do an episode where he said, well, I was a blonde, but you know, I, when I grew out, I grew out when I got older. It's like, no, like, just do the character that's in the comic book. You don't need to, you know, like, um, cast the way to say, well, we're worried about what someone's going to say. So what she, if you've seen the, the, the blonde that's in the, in the in the magician that magician TV show like you like just cast that person as it and and have and have fun with it not just say we're gonna get you know we're gonna get this, this is the person we like but we know we're casting against type because we don't want that in our book because it's like what you don't need to have you know what's it um like this is the nutty thing about um well Marvel they weren't they, Kevin Feige wasn't involved in casting but um who is it um alice eve is um typhoid mary and this chick is marlene it's just like <laughs> this chick could clearly well even that she couldn't necessarily be typhoid mary because typhoid mary is more like one of the john romita jr's um italian bombshells but you know it's like like that's even that's a little closer yeah, than what they got like come on she definitely couldn't be she definitely couldn't be typhoid mary <laughs> But yeah, Alice Eve would have Alice Eve would have been a better fit, you know, in terms of well, the whole idea is that we're not doing that. We're gonna, you know, we're, we're, we're this is literally like a skeleton crew, you know, in terms of the ideas that they took from Moon Knight. We're gonna take the suit. No, we're not even gonna take the suit. <laughs> okay, we're gonna make our own suit, which happens to be the same suit that Kashi was wearing at the end of the day, or at least it sure as hell looks a lot like it. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that, and we're gonna come over here. And Moon again, Moon Knight is this character that has sold for decades, not necessarily on the strength of stories, but because those visuals that they were able to create based on that guy's outfit were so compelling. Okay, so, I mean, those covers, that those covers that, uh, that they always came up with, you know, for Moon Knight were really, really boss. You know, so, I mean, as somebody who sells comics, I don't know how many books they really sell. I don't know how many books really sell because of the storyline, but in terms of the covers and so on and so forth with Moon Knight, a lot of guys really vibed off of that arc. And here, I mean, again, you have some, you know, there's some stuff where you could have done some really cool movements with it, but then trying to make it look all bandaged and mummified doesn't necessarily yeah. allow for that. And then regulating him to the end, that's the coolest aspect of this guy's outfit. And you won't give anybody that. It, it's just, it's really frustrating. It's very frustrating because I have enjoyed Moon Knight as a character here and there. You know, I read, you know, I, I got introduced to him with World by Night because I was, the world, world by Night, I was enjoying that book, period. So that's when I, I got to read those stories originally. I always dug the, uh, the, that cover, the, uh, the dynamism of the cover that he was on. And then I followed him from there into the Hulk stories that my, my uncle was a big Hulk fan. So I would read the Hulk, I would read the Hulk feature and then read the Moon Knight backup story, but I was familiar with the character that way. So when he got his own series, I read it. And then I read for a few series all the way up until they started doing the mental health stuff. And I was just like, I'm not really interested in that. And then I, you know, I kind of checked out. But then, you know, they go with that and, you know, guys vibe with it. And they decided to run with that idea because Moon Knight didn't really have the strongest backstory other than the fact that 
you know, he got into this incident. You know, he believes that he's resurrected by Tashi. Now he's going to go fight crime. Everybody's well, that's, <laughs> there's not a lot necessarily to that. But damn, if that outfit isn't cool. <laughs> so, you know, that was enough, for, you know, that was enough for me. Well, you can just do some traditional superhero storytelling at the end of the day. But that's not what we're, you know, that's not the, the route that these guys decided to go with it. But again, I always ask, who, who is this being made for? It's not me. So it, who's the audience who wants to see this? where they don't want to see the superhero except for the last two or three minutes of the show and all this other stuff, which has very little to do with being a superhero, is the premise of the show. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I think one of the things, the, the hard part of it is to use this description would basically kill the, the, the visual that I would kind of say would, which would work for it. But the closest thing of trying to do something where it didn't work for the spirit, but that sort of locale and feel and like real digitally pushing some of the stuff where you do good storylines and cool things and play with the lights and darks and film, really get that action out of it and not spend that much time. And you can spend that so much time with the the human version of them because they were giving you this monthly fix it wasn't necessarily something that you were going into and saying i need this thing to be like um you know like the fantastic four like the curvy run this was just giving you this monthly fix of visuals and fun and like a, a, a 20 minutes of a cool comic book and that's what you should be getting here and getting giving you these visuals and I know like mentioning spirit is kind of saying that, but it's like when you look at some of these locales and some of the buildings you see Bilson Kevich is doing, it's just like, what if we tried to get that? What if we try to get some color? What if we kind of get the lights and darks and get some cool effects and not try to just do the crescent moon all the time, but just cool sort of, you know, gliding through the city and get that ballet type of thing that Bills and Kevich were doing because it's not the same as what Miller was doing, but it was just slightly different. And he was kind of like altering the buildings. The buildings weren't all shaped. But I, I don't think you need to go that far, but just having some real cool effects for that. And that's why it would almost be a better as a movie and try to get these sort of visual things in there and really kind of play it up to not so it's not like something like you know, Batman and comic book movies or anything like that, just saying, hey, we're going to up the notch just a level. And we're Marvel. We can do whatever we want. It's like, no, no, no. First, we have to apologize because it's using Egyptian stuff and we need an Egyptian guy for this. So we're going to fix that because we don't want we don't want to do it. We don't want to what happened with with um with um uh, what's that's that not name? Marvel. That's that's Disney. Disney doesn't, <laughs> doesn't want anybody. To be offended, you know, even in the slightest. So, you know, we're gonna have a what is it? We're gonna have like Arab hip hop playing at the end of the movie. At the end of the step. We're not gonna put Big Pimpin in there. We're gonna use the original song. It's like you know, when using that, you're only thinking of Big Pimpin. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. It's, it's incredibly <laughs> ridiculous because, as you know, I've been to Egypt. Nobody worships Kanshu. <laughs> okay. Nobody in Egypt is going to be like, hey, you still in our like, no, 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 no. That's number one. Number two, the guy's a god. And when I remember, I watched the Eternals. According to that, all the Eternals were the gods that anybody thought anyway. So, hey, that, that, that should be enough of a contradiction for you there. Mm -hmm. You can choose anybody that they want. Doesn't have to, be, this is not, if, he's, if he yeah. says, look, I'm only going to choose an Egyptian, 
We got to rock with that. If he says, I'm going to choose whatever the hell I want, you got to rock with that. It's God. They can choose whatever the hell they want. It should not be an issue an issue at the end of the day. But again, Disney, no, we're like, we don't want to offend anybody. So, hey, we're going to always take the path of least resistance. We're going to try to check all these boxes at the end of the day. And the thing about it is the people who will be the most vocal against it in terms of being critical wouldn't even be Egyptian people. It would be some, you know, it would be some hard rock liberals over here. Hey, that, that's this is terrible and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you would have probably have Egyptian viewers like this just sucks. <laughs> we, we, yeah. could, we don't want to be we don't want any attachments to this whatsoever. He's like, what do you mean? We, we need an Egyptian in there. We don't worship these gods. You never heard of what is it? You, what, you guys can just watch a damn you, Wikipedia, you know, it'll tell you that the majority of the population is Muslim. <laughs> well, at the, you, who the hell is that? At these, whoever's financing the archaeological ar archaeological digs, you can find whoever that person is, whatever nationality is, would wind up there. They're just like, no, we can't do that. And the hook of that is the death of the character, like the death and being brought back. They're like, at the same time, that character is like, I'm moving on to the girl. It's like, who cares? Why would I watch another thing where in the end of the series, that power is passed on to his his wife, right? Are we watching Moon Knight with Mark Spector or uh, uh, Stephen Grant? Or are we watching her? Like, no, she shows up in, in episode two. So I don't really am not interested in getting the rest of the stories with her. I'm interested in Moon Knight. And then if you're gonna just go that way, then it's just like, then why am I watching Moon Knight? Just put a, a female in the outfit and call it a day. Like, and then say, hey, that's who he's looking at. Why are, we, why are you setting up something so you can do it at the end? Like, don't do that. Just do some cool stuff and get to the, well, I don't I haven't seen episode three. They got to the point with Ethan Hawke, but I'm just like, I've had enough of this guy and his yapping and, and <laughs> walking around with no shoes on. Do -do. <laughs> it's the greatest American hero where you would have Ralph, and I can't remember who his handler was, but they would always bicker. And Ralph was like, I don't want to put the suit on. He was like, oh, come on, Ralph, you got to put on the suit. Put on the suit, Ralph. was like, no, I can handle this one on my own. He was like, I don't think so. Ralph would go do it, get himself in trouble. He's like, can you put on the suit now? Can you do it now? He's like, of course. And all of that was, of course, the convention. We don't want, the actor doesn't want to be in the suit all day long. Mm -hmm. Okay, he doesn't want to be in the yeah. suit all day long. Yeah. You know, so hey, like, okay, we, we're gonna put it down over here. Even though most of this stuff is C it's all CGI for the most part anyway. So, but then that's another money issue. And I hate breaking it down to that, like, okay, we're not gonna do as much Moon Knight because this is gonna be the most expensive part of the show, showing him in the, with the glowing eyes and the suit and doing all that CGI. So we can make it more about we can make it more about this. But it was all that stuff. But you know, in the greatest American hero, it works because you had a guy who really didn't want to be a superhero, and being a superhero wasn't a great thing. It was like, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to do this stuff. You know, I don't want to have to go through all of this. But then, even then, over the course of the seasons, he gradually gets it. M Mark Spector as Moon Knight shouldn't know what the hell he's doing, and he does. And that's something else that bugged me because you have scenarios where these guys have to relinquish power to each other, and they're bickering about it. Yep. It's like, look. Give me the control so I can save us. No, you kill people. So we're just going to die? <laughs> so we're just going to die. That's that, what that, that's what, yes, that killed, that killed episode two for me completely. The whole aspect of him, then I'm going to take this and reveal it. To, like what? So you just get put in jail? So you just go in there and get the death penalty, right? Well, I'm going to pull all this stuff out. Then at the same time, 
He spends all that time with that, and he still loses. How do you lose the script? Oh, he got hit and it flew. What? Just because we needed it to. The story needed for him to lose the scarab. So it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, like then he gives up everything to those people and then he gets brought to the crazy town. It's just like, come on. And then, no, then he becomes the the Rose. Like Wilson Fix's um, son or whatever that character. I, I think you said that the that costume is something they, they used in the comic books, though. That um the the suit version of um of um Moon Knight, right? Did you say that there was a comic book version of that, Cal? Oh no, I lost you. Well, there's a Marvel character called the Rose, where in Spider-Man he's cutting the rose, but he has this mask that's similar to the Moon Knight mask and a suit. And he's kind of, I think the, he was revealed to be the son of um, of the Kingpin. So it was just kind of, it's a little too close for me, but I think for fans and the gag that they used um, are okay with this sort of wacky sort of thing. You, know, you said we'd get a suit, so I, I put on a suit. So um, I don't know, we lost, lost them all together. It's all me now. It's in total control. But anyway, uh, hopefully I'll sign back on. But we, there's some, there are some struggles with this um, Moon Knight series, which I um, think with the talent involved, it's a thing. It's not as, I don't think it's watchable as uh, WandaVision, but the talent, just like WandaVision, the talent is really outperforming the content. Oh, he's back. Cal, you there? Audio's coming in. Cal, you there? Yeah, I had to log off and come back in. It's okay. I was only leaving. I was sort of ending off saying, um, I don't think this is, I, I really struggle with WandaVision. And I don't think this is a, as enjoyable as that. But I think that the, I still will say the talent is outperforming the material. But it's really, out the. It's, I've kind of kind of used up on this kind of thing. Ethan Hawke is well. Well, yeah. Oscar yeah. Oscar Isaac is having the time of his life. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is wasted, <laughs> and then you know this, it's not that really that big of a cast. So, <clears throat> sorry, big of a cast, mm -hmm. but you know, there's just nothing going on. It's just there's just nothing going on, and then you know, for me as a viewer, I'm like, there's only six episodes. You know, when does something start happening? You know, we can't start. Are we going to do it in episode five? Really? What a what a jip. <laughs> <laughs> what a yeah. joke at the end of the day. But hey, the question I keep putting to, who is this for? It's not for me. Who is this for? Who's the viewership? And if that viewership is happy with what they're getting, hey, they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, I think that's the, one of the things where, you know, people complain about different things and some of the Marvel stuff. When you get to something like this, where, you know, I mean... I can I can be kind of I can let go that um you know the Mark Spector look is like it's not it's not necessarily close but then I, you're gonna throw out the characters too you're gonna you're gonna throw these sort of things out you're gonna do split and um and have um Venom somewhere in there like I, that's this it's too much they're adding to get all the stuff when it's basically was one of those things where the same with um. You know, with the changes with um, 
Shang-Chi where they're kind of just like, let's add all this other stuff and Crouch and Tiger stuff and all this other thing in there and this other world type of stuff when it's just like, all it was was some cool visuals. They had a story, yes, because Mark Dugmensch is a decent writer, but they were going for mood, effect, and action. And that's one of the things that you have things, the same way I said with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I've, I've come back and watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from time to time. But when you look at the Starenko stuff, it's mood, action, and suspense. It's getting this down to stuff you'd see in movies like in Hitchcock and just those, those moments, but happening a lot. So it's just like, let's put that in there instead of all this unnecessary yapping. And, you know, and like having a cool locale, seeing Shang-Chi walking out or having these cool things of, you know, um, um, Nick Fury driving and then actually has someone on top of the car, like some of the fights you saw in, um, in Winter Soldier, but all that happened at night during the rain and all this other cool stuff happened. And so like going to this, you have another thing where Marvel kind of said, this is a visual thing. And we are pushing it and we're letting and Daniel O'Neill would have a he would have an editorial about the issue that he was doing in the same book that it was like knew that they were doing like crazy stuff in this thing. So just have fun. Uh, anything else on your end, Cal? You there? Hopefully it wasn't messed up. Oh no! Yeah, still here, still here. Oh yeah, cool, cool. So, uh, any last words before you know we 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 haven't gone as hard as we could have, but you know. No, at, at this point, because so much of the Marvel stuff is tacked this way, mm-hmm. and you know, I I do think this Phase Four direction is a, a lot of it is uh, set up for what's coming in the films, and a lot of this is. You know, it's still TV, so a lot of stuff is first season. We may never see a second season of Moon Knight. So, you know, we introduced the character. You know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. I think it's dictating some of the stuff that we're seeing. You know, so, you know, my anticipation for some of these things is not what it was. But I have to say, so far, I'm just thoroughly disappointed in Moon Knight and what they decided to do with it. Hopefully it picks up with the remaining three episodes. I don't have high expectations for it. But you know, again, if this is some, if it's meeting the viewership that they're looking for, then hey, if these guys are happy with it, if you're happy with it, then you know, more the merrier. At the end of the day, this is just not. This is just not for me. And I say that as someone who's viewed a lot of television, a lot of movies, read a lot of comics, read a lot of books. So a lot of the stuff is very apparent to me what they're doing. And I guess maybe I can get a little bogged down with that to some extent. But then there's still the execution because a lot of times, I mean, there's some B movies that I'll watch. Like, what was I watching the other day? The Bad Girls? Oh, my goodness. That is such mm-hmm. a... It's, it's like a B film, C film, but it's entertaining. And it's using all the same stuff at the end of the day. This is some, like, real base budget acting, but you can't say you're not entertained by it. And then this is definitely a step up from that, and it's just not, it's just not working. So we'll see how the next three episodes go. And we will be back to talk about those next three episodes, and hopefully... We'll be in a di- hopefully we'll be in a different place. Until then, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch some episodes of The Greatest American Hero and see how it was done. <laughs> I want to say, well, just when, when you brought up having a B movie, there was something when I was an intern where the film acquisition people they watch all the top films, you know, go to Cannes, 
you know, like Academy Award stuff, pick movies that HBO would put on air. And there was this thing that they recommended, which was just like a B movie. I think it was more they were going to put on Cinemax. We were just called Rage. It was like a low budget action film where this guy who's a specialist, who's a teacher, who basically gets, you know, his life gets turned around. He gets, he gets framed and he has to clear his, his thing. And it's a basic like commando or Stallone over the top type action thing. But it's like they would like saying, but even though it's, it has bad in this way, this way the action goes, this is just fun. And it's like Sammy said, you should watch this and and, and do a do a um, do a basic review describing this. And I watched it. I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of fun. You know, only problem was um, I think when I showed I brought it to Brooklyn, and they just they got they they got so laughing at the not they didn't care about the action. They just looking at the setup like looking at a bad porno and saying, look at the acting in it. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, wait for the action. And then, but then after that, they were like, they said so many jokes all through it. The next thing you know, when I came back, it's like, do you got any more movies? I was like, you guys, <laughs> you gave me so you trashed me the whole time, but you were enjoying it at the same time. But yeah, having something that can be like just enjoyable and not just say, we're gonna get through the psychology. We're gonna set up all these three characters. We're gonna, we're gonna not show you these fights. We're gonna show you the moments because the interesting character is Stephen Grant when he's running around scared and not seeing himself on video, we don't see the action. It's like, we want the action. This is what the character is. The character was like saying, I'm a Batman clone and I'm better than that. We're going to go back to what was cool about Batman, fighting and vengeance and all this stuff. That's what they did. That's what Marvel did, saying, Marvel, DC ain't doing it. We're going to do it. And, you know, it scored for a while there until, of course, it was, uh, you know, people following Bill Sienkiewicz and they're like, hey, let's go over to the New Mutants. And it's like, oh, New Mutants is selling. Well, I don't know if it's selling. It would mean it's, it's X-House. It was already doing okay. But it was big for um, Claremont and a lot of the fans. So um, we got three more. I have four more to, to go through. So I've been kind of sitting on it. So we'll see what I say on this. I'm, I'm pretty sure... Cal's, uh, <laughs> what Cal's been saying about it is not going to be too much different from what I have to say. So I guess we're going to close this one out. Spinner Rack. Believe it or not, <laughs> out. <laughs> out. Latest.